Hello, folks. Welcome to our show. I just kind of, you know, this is unplanned, but it's Women's Day, and I have been so busy, it completely slipped my mind till, well, somebody just said Happy Women's Day to me. So I am, of course, thinking what better to do then have a Women's Day impromptu get-together for the ladies. Hello. Hi there, Greg. Feel free to call in if that's what you'd like to do, because today is Women's Day. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And that is a woman, but they're calling me on Facebook. So, we will not be answering that just yet because I don't know how that would affect Colin. Okay, happy, happy Woman's Day, Greg. We all have a woman in our life because, well, we all got here through a woman, a mother. <laughs> so we all have a reason to celebrate women. Without women, none of us would be here on this earth right now. Because women carried us in their womb for hopefully nine months, unless you were a preemie, and they gave birth to us, and they gave us life. Of course, our fathers helped out with a little sperm, but mamas cooked us up. So we all have a woman that we love. And... That is something to celebrate, I'd say, right? Can you hear me, Greg? Just give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Testing, testing. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me, Greg. Testing, testing. And hopefully my... Thank you, honey. Hopefully my uh, cohort, my co-host, my uh, partner in crime, except it's not a crime, I guess. We'll be here soon to join us. Hi, somebody else has joined us um, in the room, and I thank you for joining us here. I'm going to send out some invites, folks, and let's celebrate women. Let's do it. We all have women in our life that we love, we care for. We all have women in our lives because we all have mothers. And, you know, we have a lot to celebrate women. And uh, feel free not only to celebrate women, but to come up and share your opinions, your questions, your concerns, anything you'd like woman-related is safe to come and, you know, talk about here. Um, I just got like a million thousand notifications. Okay. Okay. Oh, Lord have mercy. Speaking of women and women's issues, may I just tell you guys something? Um, well, uh, as a woman, I have had a lot of issues <laughs> lately. 
And um, I'm going to turn on my video camera here in a second. Could so, does somebody want to call in? Um, I'm just giving my uh, co-host here a message. She said she was going to pop on. I want to let her know that we're on. Um, um, I can't. Um, please don't fight about that here, uh, sir, because we're not really speaking about the war in Russia, <clears throat> unless there's something woman-related in regards to the war in Russia that you would like to speak of, ah, then by all means... Let's do it. Let's chat if there's a woman-related issue. But today the show is about women. Celebrating Women's Day. Talking about women's issues in the modern day world. And that sort of thing. Talk about your mother. Your sisters. Your friends. Of the female variety. What are our thoughts on um, those who identify as women? Should they be celebrating Women's Day as well? I'm going to have to have you on... The run, because as a woman, I have women's issues and I have to go take care of them, I suppose. They're probably more people issues, but I'm dealing with them as a woman. I've just recently left a uh, abusive relationship and I'm trying to put my life back together. Domestic violence is way more prevalent for ladies than men. I know it happens to men too, but not in the great numbers it happens to women, which is quite astronomical. Um, I'm going to have to go to Walmart to get my prescription. I'm seriously, as soon as I turn on this stuff, of course, I get a million calls because I stand up for myself and ask questions. Okay. So here it is. Hi, Jade, a fellow lady. Let me invite you to come up as a speaker. Um, because it's Women's Day, my friends, and all women, I sent you an invite. Please accept. Thank you. Hi, Jade. Feel free to unmute and speak. All women will become speakers today because it is National Women's Day here in Canada. I don't know if it's the same for the rest of the world, but you're a woman. I'm a woman, and we celebrate women today. The show is about everything women, all the issues we want to discuss, celebrating women. We all have a woman in our life because we all have a mother. And a mother brought us into this world. Now, <clears throat> I am just out of a, well, heck, I've been dealing with this abusive relationship business for quite some time. In and out, because the man stalked me, it was wonderful. And, well, I'm more out than in now. I have been free of him and his stalking for a couple months now anyway, which is nice. 
Um, that is a woman's issue. Um, domestic violence is one I've dealt with my whole entire life. Oh my gosh. See, that's the thing. I thought I was, I thought I was so over that and I just about caught myself crying there. Um, wow. Okay. And as well as, well, getting my life together as a woman after the fact has been interesting. Those are my cats. I do apologize. Leave her alone. Leave her alone, you big lug. Okay, sorry. Um, Stoopy. Welcome. Welcome to the room. Okay, Jagged Revolution, I understand. That's all right. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Okay, leave her alone, you big freaking lug. See, there, it's hard being a woman cat. Speaking on domestic violence, my male cat is attacking my female cat, and he's going to get kenneled. That's right, mister. Watch yourself. Okay, sorry about that, guys. So, she just told me she was free until 11.30. And then she told me she's fully booked. That makes no sense, folks. Okay. I'm dealing with so many things at once here. Okay, so happy Women's Day. Let's celebrate women. In honor of celebrating women today... I am going to read a poem if I can ever find it, which I can't seem to right now. So if anybody wants to come up and speak, tell me about your mother, the special woman in your life, if that's, if you want, or ask any questions, bring up any issues, concerns that you have, and let's, let's really really love up on the women in our lives. Um, this was an unplanned last minute show, so do forgive me. I am kind of, kind of, haven't got all my ducks in a row here, but I do have some, a poem that I wanted to read, um, about women. And well, let me tell you a bit about, see, my mother, it was really hard growing up. For me, with my mother, she was not really, well, she was not really the best mother around. However, I can't say that I blame her one bit because she had a hard life as a woman. My mother had a child before me who she, well, she was, my mother was raped. And I just found this out. I always wondered why <clears throat> things were so hard with my mother. Why she was the way she was. And I recently found out, because she never talks about these things. I had an older sister that she was forced to give up to adoption. And um, she had to go to a convent and hide it from the family, the whole nine yards. That's just how they dealt with things like that back when my mother was um, young. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry now for my mother. <laughs> Lord have mercy, it must be, uh, I, I'm feeling so many emotions lately. Um, oh, hi, uh, Sel? Sel, are you a lady? Yes. Hi, oh, Amanda's joined us. Please take, come on up and talk. 
Hi. Oh, I'm going to send you an invite. I didn't know you were a lady. I'm I'm sorry. No, no, it's oh. okay. I, I did actually, uh, like before, like an hour ago, I did uh, um, also an eight, like, um, but it's a very different topic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And uh, like an eight um, historic day more than anything. Is it is it um, Women's Day across like the world today? Yes, of course. But we it's very different. And yeah, mm-hmm. so what, what I want, like what I did was go to to how it started. So yeah, could you share that? How did Women's Day start? I don't even know that. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, no, I, I read a lot. Like when what we can do is like. You can do what you wanted to do, read the poem and everything, and then and then yeah. we can do the other part, right? I'm still looking for the poem. I am not organized. I didn't even know it was Women's Day until I woke up today, and I have never celebrated being a woman in my life. In fact, I've hated being a woman, so that's why I made this show, because it's time I embraced it and loved it. Yeah, it's, it's not supposed to be a celebration, though. No? <laughs> but it's okay. Like I, I think it, it, like it's it'd be a really cool thing. Like I, we like since there are so many women here that yeah. do like this part of the, like the what you wanted to do and then we will yeah. do what I wanted to okay. do. Okay. Okay, for sure. It will be really cool since like, yeah, like we will do it all together. I think it's very funny that I just said I do I do not celebrate being a woman, so let's celebrate. And this day is not about celebration. That's so funny. Celebrate it, like we can celebrate what you think is Women's Day, and then we can go. Well, dude, I was kind of hoping like, we can do anything. Okay. I was kind of hoping because really I was hoping people tell me why it's good to be a woman because <laughs> I've suffered from domestic violence my whole life. Wow, so being yeah, that, that's that's yeah that's important so yeah that's why i think we we like do whatever you want well i we, we, we didn't need a woman for, for that reason i always say i want to be a man in my next life because well, uh that makes sense because i'm physically weaker it seems they beat me up all the time <laughs> So I always tell people in my next life, I'm going to be a man. But I also have three sons now, so I can't hate men either at the same time. Um, no, please, don't hate men if you have sons. That would be a horrible thing to do to them. You're <laughs> <Poor> right. <thing. laughs> but um, I recently, well, I broke up. I don't know. I, I kind of broke up with the guy that wasn't my boyfriend. If that makes sense, yesterday, um, we were in a really weird, really complicated relationship. <laughs> and we broke up even though we weren't dating, if that makes any sense. It happened, but yeah. this, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Um, okay, here it is. Here's the poem. She is a mother and a sister, a wife, friend, and daughter, spreading her charm all the while. She makes you wear a beautiful smile, make her feel special by going all the way, acknowledge her worth on every single day. So come on, tell your, tell the woman in your life your emotions 
and celebrate mothers or celebrate women on the 8th of March every year. No, gosh, that was a great poem. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to write one myself in a minute. But, no, um, in, please tell me what Woman's Day is all about because I am just dying to know now. I'm dying to know. Why that, is that, that is not... Like, I, I, the thing is that I have to read it. I, I prepare, like, a lot of things. Like, to, to, like, we can explore it together, but with pictures and all. So, yeah, it's not... Yeah, I can't tell you very easily. It's, it's uh, a day that works. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We have video now, don't we? That's yeah. That's kind of cool. So, that is kind of cool. International Women's Day started with, like, labor movement and women workers um, coming together and demanding equal um, rights and better conditions in the workplace. So I do think it's, and I think it can be celebration of solidarity and, you know, our continued efforts to, to fight for better conditions for women around the world mm -hmm. and recognize the amazing contributions that um, women you know, have made often yeah. go unnamed when it comes on, on from women. I don't know. No, but the thing Sorry. is, yeah, I, 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 that, that is obviously right. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Women have made a lot of contributions. And a lot of times I find that kind of sometimes women go unnoticed for the things they do. Um, in general life, like day to day, like how many of us have really banked our mother or um, our grandmothers or the women that came before us that have made it astronomical amounts better than it probably was for like my great grandmother. <laughs> At the same time, um, I've heard some women say that perhaps it was a little easier for women back then. Nowadays, in the modern day, a woman is expected to be so much more than just a mother and a wife. She's expected to be sexy all the time, slim, okay? Look at the models we see on TV and the women in the magazines that they're showing to our young women. You're expected to be fit, beautiful, makeup on, sexy. You can't, you have to be a sexy woman at the same time as being an intelligent, business-minded woman. You have to be a mother. You have to be a sex icon. You have to be a wife. You have to be so many things, it seems to be a woman nowadays. Like, you have to be literally fucking, pardon my language, everything to be a woman. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Minette. No, go I ahead. heard one statistic recently, real quick, that um, women today do 30% more house um, work and child care than they did in the 1930s. Um, and that's just ridiculous. If you think about like more women are working full time, part time, or, or just outside of the home at all than they were then, but also doing more work. Um, domestic work on top of that. So I think, yeah, today women have just as much of a, of 
all the all those pressures societal and in at the home in the home that uh yeah we still need to be able to address and overcome um could i just put in i wonder if those statistics have anything to do with the rise in single mothers um as well there are so many women that are single mothers now that do it all by themselves. They're the main bread winner. They're picking up the kids from school. They're dropping them off. They're trying to secure childcare if they can, which is so expensive. They're right now they're saying that, um, they want to have a minimum wage for babysitters. <laughs> Believe it or not, here in Canada. It's, I just heard somebody talking about it yesterday, so I haven't got a chance to look into it. But, um, $10 an hour and the minimum wage here is $13 an hour. So for women that might have to work as waitresses or maybe even McDonald's or jobs like that that will only pay you minimum wage, you're getting paid $13 an hour and paying childcare for $10 an hour and making essentially three dollars an hour of pay that you get to keep at home which i think is just looney tunes myself like how's anyone gonna going to survive with the food prices here in canada they are going fucking nuts with food prices in the stores i don't know how people are gonna eat and live <laughs> It's pretty crazy, but women are d doing it all, especially in the, in the, with the single mothers nowadays, which I really think we need to do something in this economy to help out or they're going to be starving kids and we're not a third world country, Canada. I know you're probably all from different places, but we should definitely not have starving children in the world, let alone in Canada. Yeah. And I will say like, even the mothers that are not single, um, I, I'm like in a lot of mom groups on social media sites and like, they're still doing all of the child work, all of the work at home because their husbands don't contribute. They don't help. They play games with their friends. They stay up on their Xboxes or whatever and or it's like they have to give them very specific assignments and tasks and 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 so it's almost like having another growth field. and first that's even a more difficult economic position to be in because they, oh, wouldn't, no. they don't qualify for other benefits or help um because because they're, they're, they're to income home but the man doesn't actually contribute to the management of the house or to the care of the children and it's like really sad to see that so often like so many women just completely worn out with no help mm -hmm. from another adult in their own house i suffered from this i had a giant man child at home that i had three sons with <laughs> and he all he did was go to work and come home and that's exactly what he did he went on his xbox or he went out with friends and he could not be trusted really with the children um at all in any way shape or form 
<laughs> whatsoever. In fact, when I had my third son, I went to the hospital. I had that baby and I went and I picked up my two younger sons from daycare. Same day, same day and brought all of them home. And I made them supper and it was like, I just got to go to the hospital and have that baby and get right back to work. Thank goodness that he was an easy birth. I had a doula for him. Doulas are wonderful women, amazing women that will help through so much. They actually have doulas for every, uh, every big point in a woman's life. They have before birth doulas. They have birthing doulas. They have post-birth doulas. They have abortion doulas now, and they have death doulas, as well as sexual um, sexuality doulas. So these are women that will help you through all these different cycles of a woman's life. That's kind of like having a a mentor, so to speak, I guess. But my birthing doula was an amazing, amazing, amazing help. I told this woman how I wanted my birth to go, my birthing, and it happened. I had my third baby so fast that, like, he shot out like a cannon almost in the middle of the hospital foyer. But it was a beautiful birth. My first, my first daughter, I was, I was just 16 years old when I had my daughter. She's a woman now, <laughs> um, and she's 23 years old. So I had her, and it was I was so drugged up, I don't even remember it. I remember mumbling something about fairies, and her father was drunk out of his gourd, passed out in a chair. And then my first son, he was 10 pounds, 3 ounces, and I am a 5-foot, 198-pound girl. <laughs> so that was fun. I was in labor three days and then had a C-section. And my my middle son, Xavier, he was two months early and six pounds, three ounces. Biggest preemie in the ward, and he had a lot of trouble because of that. And my my final child, my little baby that is just so sweet and good, he... uh he he shot out like a cannon because the doula made sure everything went right. But sorry, I just had to share that, those those birth stories. And their father was completely useless. My my first daughter has a different father than my three sons, but he was completely useless in every way. All he could do is play Xbox. That's it, Xbox, and go out with friends and get high and drunk and give me his paycheck. So it was really hard for me when I had him at home. In fact, it was easier when I got rid of him. And you're very right about that. <laughs> Welcome, Bide. Well, Amanda was going to say something earlier. And I'm sorry I cut you off, Amanda. <laughs> Happy, uh, happy International Women's Day. Yeah, I think it's about, it's not necessarily about the individual woman today. I think it's about solidarity among women today, especially today. Like we can practice it. We don't have to be catty about things. We don't have to be possessive about things. We don't have to be 
rude or insecure about ourselves around people because some people have a hard time around women <laughs> so they, men and women uh, today I, I wanted to make a show about this right and i i woke i like when i woke up i wanted to do something that it was not about south america because i realized many people didn't know that march 8 was even international women's day and that it was something that started in the u.s so I went into a site and yeah, like I saw, I saw what is the site of International Women's Day today and I saw the photograph there and there's a lot, I, I, I think there's a lot of there to explore from which was the origins of this labor, labor women, workers, the Socialist Party and many of the things that, that were very suppressed, like the civil rights movements always participated, the, the suffragists, and and if you compare, right, how it went, because it started along with Europe, and how it went away, right, like not to compare, not to, like, you know how these things, like right now there are millions of women in, in, in like, right here, no, it's, uh, it's about that, uh, in a few hours it will be and I, I will go. But there are millions of women in different cities all around the world, right? God damn it! And I saw, and I wanted to share it with you, what I found. Because what I found, I think it's very revealing. Because I found all these pictures of, it's hard to explain, like I had, yeah, like, I, I really, like Angie, I I will go and, and yeah, and prepare that. And you are more than welcome, right? Like when you finish, yes. like if you want to come, because I have to do it with the pictures that I prepare and everything, because I think it would be a good thing for everybody. Um, yeah, and like I, I really, really like do the whole thing and I... Yeah, we'll try to prepare it so we, we can talk about it, okay? That would be awesome, thank you. Will I have you there? Will I have you there? Oh uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be in on and off. I, I am working at the same time too, but I'll be here all day. I have to, I have to get back into my calling. You need some, some push up, I think. You need some, some like kind of, okay, let's see how we can get together. Like, let's see what, yeah. what they took away from us in the U.S. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of that have been taken away from you, I found, and yeah, and I think you should talk about recovering it because, like, well, in the US, yeah, it's hard in the US right now for, for ladies, I think, because okay, so I, I'll see you in a while, okay? It was really nice meeting you. Was I muted this entire time? No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, I had to make you moderator. Is that all right, Jade? I I might have to step in and out depending here. I, I'm at work as well. Okay. I'm, uh, see, for Women's Day, I guess I'll tell you guys a little bit about myself. I am a sex worker. <laughs> I am a sex worker. I, uh... I guess yeah, they could, they'd label me that because I am a, hi, carnal nature, nice to see you again. I'm a phone sex operator and I am a cam girl, a webcam uh, model. 
and that's what I do for money. I am a addict who is temporary temporarily oh gosh I can't believe I just said that who is currently not using I struggle with relapses quite often um, one thing of, that I can contribute to talking about women and their struggles is uh, women in the regular world I hate to call it that but in society that are regular women not sex workers not homeless not involved in the in drugs or the underworld they fought for their equality right and they have a lot of rights and such things but where I come from Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to deal with my cat here. He's being a dink. Um, but the women where I come from, the streets, gangs, um, the drug world, the underworld, they do not have that same equality. We have left our sisters behind in that respect. Yeah. Women are trafficked. I, I mean, men are traffic too, but it, the, it's astronomically more larger numbers. Women are women are a product on the streets to be sold and bought. <laughs> Sadly, and that's what happened to me. I was human trafficked for a bit before I was rescued. You know, sometimes like like women when they hear about monetizing sex, like they have this kind of reaction like oh no no I don't want that and they have this tendency sometimes without thinking it twice to feel like they want to to save people or to right like to go after these women that are right like uh, and they either why like they end up or looking away and not helping or like trying to help them and jobs or right, yeah. like, trying to <laughs> That is very true. Um, I, doing my cam work, I don't want to be saved. I mean, I yeah, I perform, I, I enjoy it, because men look at me for free and do that kind of stuff. At least they'd be paying me now. And nobody gets to touch me, and I like that. I like that I can be on cam and I can be on the phone and do that. Okay, I, I tell you this. And the thing is that they, these women that were sex workers and they were organizing themselves, as you said, right? Like even beating each other. That, that's what they say, right? Like fighting for, for this road, like having the street or that street, right? They, they, they have managed in a way like getting themselves together. So the thing is that when this wave of, of these ridiculous feminists came into trying to like they were ruining their lives because at least they were trying to feed their kids yes what these women managed to do in a very brilliant way was they 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 got together that there is a, a, a much brother right like that was a small group they they made clear that what they wanted was not to be saved but they wanted the same rights that the other yes. women that was on the computer trying to save her had right like, give me the same rights that you have. Don't try to save me. And then I can decide if I want to be a sex worker, if I don't want to be a sex worker, if I raise my kid this time or that, or that other way. So, but I agree. A long time, I looked, I looked of getting together 
and they received the help of the feminist movement that that was the cool thing right because they they taught them how to organize themselves in a union yes this union they they, they this union now like they got the money from they went to the embassy of the netherlands and got the money there that is very unusual oh, wow. but they went to the embassy of the netherlands and got the money there that is very unusual oh, wow. but yeah apparently there are sex workers all over the world that are organized that's what i'm going to like i will give you the address to stuff so, like oh, cool. there are sex workers unions like trying to help each other all over the world and oh, that's, that's now me. they have their offices because of this money they got from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and they are a big part of the feminist movement. But they made very clear that the thing is that okay, don't come and try to save me from above, right? Like give me the same rights that you have, and then we will talk about it, right? right? Like, give me a, a right? I want to have house. I want to have. A, like uh, paid taxes, but if I paid taxes, I want to have good hospital, and I want to have, right, like uh, access to education, and I want to have, uh, right, like I want to have access to the police to defend me, not to mm-hmm. not to make me like pay them with sex as if I was working for them. For that free. happened in they, my hometown. They yeah. made a lot of things very clear. Yeah, that, that happened in my together. hometown. See, in um, Canada here, is sex work is. It's basically legal to be a prostitute here. Um, however, it is against the law to advertise or to. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Like if it's very complicated here in Canada. Yeah, it's the same here. No, here is as well, like, sex work is, 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 is legal as long as it doesn't involve a third person, right? Like, if you have a pimp, that's illegal. And, yeah, yeah there's this, this thing that they are fighting that is, like, offered in the, like, in the public, in the public streets and stuff like that, where that's, that's the, the loophole. Yeah. Um, I can be a cam girl and I can be a phone sex operator. However, if I was to, sell in i was to sell physical sex services here in canada i would get in trouble for accepting the money it's it's very complicated they say it's not criminal offense but uh my ex-girlfriend she was a uh escort um and the police there was a police officer in medicine mm-hmm. was forcing the girls to give him sexual favors when he touched them instead of sending them to jail. The first offense, these ladies got charged a $500 fine. And I mean, these girls are already having to make their money selling sex. So you're going to charge them a $500 fine, which they're only going to be able to pay by doing more sex work which I thought was just asinine. And then um, their second offense would be a $1,000 fine. And uh, well, I'm not letting you out. Stop it. Please. And then hey, the... Hey, hey, Angie, I got a tip out. Yeah. I'll be back in a little bit. Okay, yeah. The, the, thing, Angie, no Angie, the thing is that that's why I was so focused on saying that it's not a celebration and because I don't take it lightly. The feminist movement is not something to take lightly and say, right, like, 
it's a very important thing because it got a lot of rights for many women all around the world. And I'm, I'm witness to that, right? Like I have rights because of this movement. So yeah. when I, I like, I lay down like, oh, this is not a celebration, stuff like that. It's because I, I, I want to, to like, to, to, for like people in the US, they have such a, a, a very big movement and that, you know, that, that, show them to regain it i don't know like show show what it was and then right like because i cannot connect the dots without someone from the u.s that knows history right like yeah i from I, know I have all this aware of u.s history just but um i would like the rights to my own body that's for sure i feel like the government kind of in a way owns my body because they tell me what I can and can't do with it. I can't sell my body. Um, well, I, I don't that, That's why, why you said I'm an any woman. It means that the government owns our reproductive rights as well as our sexual rights. And that just that, seems kind of off to me. Okay, like there is these things that that's where unions are so important, right? Like there's the place where where you because you by yourself right like i don't know how like i will like i will dm you i will see if i can get you in contact with it because these people like they help sex workers i know like organizing they help like they travel to europe to help in other countries to to help people like other sex workers organizing to get their own union as they have and and it it things are right actually you hear this that these women and and the the way they went through right they they self-educated themselves to, like this is nothing that yeah. anybody went and, and give them right like they the, yeah the, the feminist group like they wait and say okay you have our support like in front of the police and we can teach you whatever we we know and then it was up to them right like this this mm -hmm. was managed absolutely by them and what you said right like the first one that was the head of the of the sex workers union like she denounced trafficking and she was yeah. murdered so now they are really being attacked because of not denouncing because they know where trafficking goes on but the mm -hmm. thing is when when they did she was murdered like you know she, they lost her so yeah. yeah there's i know it's very hard i know it's very, i i cannot even imagine but i i yeah like I, what i can do is try to find something in English in order to send to send it to you. Maybe you can write an email. I don't know. I, I yeah, can for sure. see if I can do some kind of link because they are very willing to help. I know they are. Oh, that would be amazing. It, a sex workers union would be amazing. Amazing here. You know, I think it should be a completely legal thing. If they took it, they take it out of the hands of the criminals if it was not a criminal activity to do. That's the only reason that I got trafficked. There's a gang in Calgary where I used to live and they prey on young women in the streets. And that is how this gang survives and makes all their money is they lure in young, impressionable, naive girls. And then they put them on, on the streets and they force these girls to pay them 
what they call a protection fee, which is $500 a month, and they are protected. The thing is, the only people they're protected from is that gang, because if they don't pay their $500 a month, they're beat. Savagely beaten yeah. and hurt, and that's why that is okay to be illegal, right? That is yeah. Okay to be, that's why usually in most. If it was legal, these guys person. could not do that. They wouldn't have that advantage. Um, if sex work was legal, you'd have the unions. You'd have safety no, put in place for women. That okay, but in Canada, as far as I know, it is legal in some bases, right? They have these loopholes. That the, that I think is the same loopholes that they have here, which is the advertising and it is the public uh, places. Because yeah, well I, that I would have to check. Now I'm talking out of my ass because I don't know anything <laughs> about Canadian law. So <laughs> like I, I went in and yeah, actually I do not know. So okay, I I will I will go do my thing, but I will I will I will follow you and I will try to to see if I can. Send you some at least some email direction or something that you can. Yeah, I have the I have the information they, here. They don't they don't write like they don't need I don't know this kind of perfection or anything right like they they've been from they've been through what you've been through most of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. I I hope to see you later. Yes, I do. I, I I will come to your show when it's on today. Okay. That would be awesome. Okay, great. Okay. I see you, Angie. Bye. Um, so just a little bit about just while we're talking about it, uh, the criminal law in um, the sex trade here in Canada, the the like prostitution laws or whatever. I don't like the word prostitute, but. Um, the selling of sex in Canada is legal, but the purchasing of sex is illegal in all circumstances. It treats prostitution as fostering demand for sexual exploitation, and it views prostitution as dangerous and exploitive, harmful to all, all those involved, um, all communities and society as a whole. However, I don't know how this works because every time... I talk to girls, they are telling me how they've been arrested and I've never once really heard of a man being arrested for buying it. I only seem to hear about women getting arrested. So I don't know how that works. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Because like when you just read the law, I tend to agree with it, right? Like I don't yeah. know. I think that the sex trade is extremely exploitative, is hyperinflated because of capitalism. Like when you look at the global sex market, that's why you see poor women being trafficked from like poor countries and especially. And then mm-hmm. you see those who are the most vulnerable and disadvantaged, like people who are homeless, people who um, yeah. are addicts or are marginalized in society are the ones that, you know, are most often compelled to um, seek out a surviving, you know, like a sur- like survival through engaging in like um, sex work. And I, I also think that people should have autonomy, but I think in those cases, it's, it's um, a compulsion and it's not free choice, right? 
it's because like many mm -hmm. other doors of opportunity um are not open to them and i think yeah so i think you know universal programs and rights should be extended to everyone and that would help from certain people <laughs> but um but also like so the law itself seems okay that's reasonable but then the reality of how it's put into practice seems like it doesn't match what it is like you you know yes like the people that you know Definitely. who have been arrested that's not what the, the law, law says, says it's meant to do but yeah I'm, re I'm reading it right lot. now and it's very confusing um like very very confusing <laughs> i'm having trouble understanding it myself like they've made it illegal to receive a financial or material benefit obtained from commission of sex so the exceptions for non-exploitive relationships are legitimate living arrangements like spouses legal and moral obligations goods and services offered to general public goods and services offered informally and no exceptions were violence coercion or abuse of power or commercial enterprise offering sex services which doesn't make sense to me for some reason that that is not making sense to me are they basically saying it's okay if you fuck your landlord for rent I'm I'm not sure how that works. Pardon my language, people. I'm rough around the edges. Yeah, no, I think I think that's I don't know. I I think it's confusing. I need a lawyer. Yeah, it seems confusing. <laughs> and where's Bide? Uh, <laughs> because I think I, well, it, I I've been following a lot of um, right to exit activists. Have you mm -hmm. that um, a program called Next Step Ministries uh, helped me to get out of the situation where I was being trafficked. Okay. Yeah, and it's um, just like people who are socialists, like not, it's not like religious, but like people who are creating like yeah. right to exit funds and programs for people to be able to exit the sex trade if they want to that they have mm -hmm. that option available to them. And yes, they're all pretty mad at me. The place that rescued me is a little mad at me, I must say, because they figure like they wasted their time helping me. But I mean, I did not like being forcibly. Yeah, well, the people I follow, oh, you're muted. Angie, I don't know if you meant to mute because you kind of just cut off. A Put on my own, right? I do it and I keep all the money from my cam work, obviously, and from my phone sex work. All that money's mine. So I think it's a completely different thing to be doing it and not being trafficked to doing it and being forced into it. Um, and I don't think they should be so mad because they did still help me. I'm not like being forced into anything. I'm not being beaten. I'm not being extorted i'm doing it because i want to well i need the people, money honestly <laughs> too well, like the people it's that i've money. been following have are are people who were in the sex trade before 
Mm -hmm. So I think that they also, because it's their experience and they understand and they understand. Yeah. Yeah. That would be way better than Christian. No offense to the Christians. They mean, they mean well, but the place I went kind of vilified, they made you feel very ashamed of yourself. Shame was big there about like. I don't think that there's any reason that anyone should be shamed for doing what they have to do to survive. Um, Right. Oh, geez, I I didn't mean to know. Criminal penalties should be focused on any of those. Anyone who's trade. Because, like he said, that only creates more potential for exploiting and harm. I've just become open about my cam work and my phone sex. I was hiding it from everybody in my life. But it got too hard. (laughs) It got too hard to lie and to, well, to hide it from people. And I'm just sick and tired of the shame in my life. And so I've become open with almost everybody about what I do. I mean, obviously, I don't tell my children exactly what I do. Um, however, I think somehow one of my sons might have found out. And he hasn't asked me about it. He's uh, 14. But he asked me if I ever get any weird calls. He's never been around while I've been working, obviously. But I think somebody must have told him in my family that, or he must have heard the adults talking about it or something. But he hasn't out and asked me what I do or anything. I believe that, though, when he does ask me, I will tell him, I guess. Right? I have to tell him, but he hasn't asked me yet, so I haven't told him. They just think I'm a phone operator. And I just was caught off guard by the question the other day because he said, do you ever get any weird calls? And it made me think, huh, why would he ask that? (laughs) But that's something I do wonder about if my kids ever. Also ask that if you were, you know, if he thinks you're a phone operator. Because people are weird and sometimes, you know, people get weird calls. Like, so I don't know. I don't maybe somebody in the family talked to him about it or said something. Well, I think he might have overheard some of the adults talking while he was supposed to be sleeping. Because I remember that's when I found out all the secrets when I was a kid. They'd think I was all tucked in my bed sleeping and I'd be listening to the adults talking. But my parents partied a lot, right? So I heard a lot. Time to pick up info, pick up intel about the family, what was going on. Yeah, kids know a lot more than we give them credit for. I have learned so much from my children that I sometimes wonder if they don't teach me more than I teach them. Resilient. And that's one good part about being a woman is, well, I don't know, having kids. Um, I really appreciate my children and I really, really treat them. 
um, with pretty much the same respect I treat an adult. I listen to what they have to say. I take it very seriously. I don't baby talk them. I answer any question they have because I think if a child is old enough to ask the question, <laughs> they're old enough to get an honest answer about the question they're asking. But in we like such a way that is obviously catered toward their age, you know, and appropriate. But mother, being a woman as mothers, it's a whole new experience, and I've liked, I've liked the different, um, the different levels of being a woman. I guess the being a little girl, the being a sister, the being a daughter, the being a mother. I've never been a wife, but. I don't know if I want to. Girl. I've been very, like, every relationship I've had is like, had domestic so. abuse heavily involved. So that's where being a woman has kind of, I've had a lot of abuse and it was like long because I'm a woman that I wouldn't have had to go through if I was born a man. Sadly. A flight and have to like pay a new, for a new one or, you know, just, I have to get there and then um there were like it was like a team of women like there was like a a someone at a woman finally at the desk who knew what i needed she like walked over she i told her that i was running late and so she was like hold on let's see when the shuttle gets over here and then she like ran me down to like get the shuttle and the she talked to the shuttle driver mm -hmm. who was also a woman who was like we're gonna get you there and then like someone was there to meet me on the other end like another woman who was like okay come on and like ran me up the boardwalk and then like to my um to like my flight area and then someone was there waiting holding the the gate for me to like jump on the flight but, yeah and they were like all women they were all super understanding and kind and just helpful and like not resentful mm -hmm. of the fact that they were doing you know they because they were going above and beyond to help me out just like you know airport staff yeah. just doing their thing and and I was like oh, so appreciative and I was just like wow mm -hmm. women are amazing and <laughs> I'm so grateful that they helped me get onto this flight Oh my God. This light. Uh -huh. Okay. Oh wow, like total girl power. <laughs>
Iya. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? Wouldn't it be cool if we could all do that with each other in like real everyday life situations? <laughs> like that would be amazing if women could just join together. We see one of us in trouble and we just get a, a woman team together <laughs> just and lift that woman up and help her whether it be she's having a bad day and her kids are acting like brats and she's just at the end of her rope instead of seeing that woman screaming and yelling at her kid in the grocery store and calling social services on her <laughs> or recording it and posting it online which seems to be what they like to do now instead you go and offer her a little bit of help you know maybe a help her shop or help keep her you know we we do need to help each other way more as women i find that uh well where i am in my life uh i am the cam girl and the we're catty with each other women from my neck of the woods like it's almost like there's only one d in the whole entire world and we all have to fight for that one or something. I will not fight for a man. That is my rule. I will not fight for a man. If a man wants to be with me, fine. If he wants to leave me for another woman, I don't care. Because I'm not going to fight with a woman for a man. There's plenty of plenty of D out there for everybody. And if a man wants to leave me, go ahead and fucking do me the favor. But I don't know why as women you're so competitive with each other. There are women out there who are not competitive, who um, just want to nurture, like, you know, relationships with their with their girly friends just because they care. And we, like, I've been so, so fortunate to, like, kind of build up a little, like, circle of women that I really trust and know that I could call on if I needed help, who I'm going to show up if they need help, like, especially one of them, she was, she, she has been dealing with custody issues and stuff from like her narcissistic ex, who I know everyone is like, you know, I feel like narcissist is kind of overused today a bit, but yeah. he like is legitimately like from yeah. head to toe that person, like he oh, yeah. um, loses his cool immediately. He, he one time because we showed up to kind of observe the handoff of her daughter to him for the weekend to like spend time with him and his parents, um, like according to their arrangement. But my friend was concerned because like their in- exchanges had been escalating and she was like, I just want to ha- feel safe when I'm like doing this. Um, and so we showed up and we're just there and observing and making sure like, you know, that she felt supported and safe. And, uh, he like flagged down a cop car that was driving by to be like, she's, she's got people here when I'm picking up my daughter and they're trying to like intimidate me or something. And we were, we were silent. Like we didn't say anything really. We're, we're not like angry or like holding weapons or anything, but I mean, like his, the tactics he uses and stuff are just like ridiculous. And he's, 
I mean, he's been with two different women who have ended up in the hospital due to him beating them, like, since he was with her. And she was a transplant from California to our state and didn't have any friends. And so, like, I don't know, just, but was pregnant, you know, when she moved here. and, And so then felt like she was stuck. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, there are the women out there who are looking for those relationships too, who also feel that way, who also just want to be, you know, the, you know, so just if someone's catty, if someone's not vibing that way, then I think it move on, keep your distance, move on, you know, and, and wait for the, the women and the friends that are going to show up, who aren't going to make you feel bad, who don't use backhanded compliments or, oh yeah or comments yeah. to like you know bring out insecurities who are happy when you're succeeding and not like threatened by the fact mm-hmm. that you're you're accomplishing something or capable and um just don't waste your time on those people they're never going to change you know like you can you can have friendly relationships with them but they're not going to be the people who are there to support you when yeah. you need it like so just yeah. you know don't invest too much of your emotional energy or time in to those people or the well, ones that think, you feel like you have to convince them to like you like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've i've a lot of those i have to can or i have to downplay myself so they feel comfortable i have a lot of friends like that like i'll have to make sure they have all the attention or the floor, so to speak, they have to always be the ones that are getting the limelight, I guess. Um, I have a lot of girlfriends that, well, get jealous, easy, really jealous and uh, slut shaming, things like that. I just tend not to hang out with women because of that now. I, I can honestly say I probably don't have one female friend. However, I also well admit I am stuck in this weird land of between two different, I don't know what to call it, like levels of society. Like I hang out here on Colin. Um, I have my friends from college because I've been trying to better my life and get off the streets and out of all of that. So I have my past and all I've known, which is, I don't know, for lack of a better word, the streets, the underworld, that lifestyle which I know and I'm accustomed to and that's been my home and where I grew up basically. It's everything I know. And now this newer kind of, this new thing I'm trying to do, this new place I'm trying to fit in. And it is really hard for me to fit in incredibly because Everything is like my whole background, my whole life is nothing like the lives of the women that are going to be working in the office if I ever start my career or, um, you know, in the, in the kind of work that I do. Um, it's just very different for me. It's like I'm stuck between these two different levels of society and I don't really know where I fit in now. Um, it's it's very strange place to be. <laughs> I mean, I I 
I think, you know, don't limit yourself based on what you think you deserve as, or feel like you belong here or there because you can belong anywhere. And, and um, like, I have friends, like some of those women that I was talking about have like a lot of diverse, you know, I have a friend who's a dancer. I have friends who are artists, friends who are like the social workers, one who's, you know, on disability and and at home. And then me, I take care of some kids and another is like a laboratory scientist and a musician. So they, you know, like, I feel like diverse like backgrounds and experiences don't preclude like the ability to to find commonality and and friendship and um that people the right people are going to be accepting and and i think also like once you find that like even one really good friend who's a woman if she's a good friend then she's going to have other friends and include you in that circle and then you're going to have a bunch all of a sudden you know uh, because I also tend to be more oh, selective around my friends who are women because in school and stuff, like my worst relationships are bull like being bullied experiences and stuff were generally from girls. And so I definitely built like insecurities and, and stuff around that. But, you know, hang in there. When you find that one good friend, they'll include when. Um, I my first abuser was my mother, so I have trouble around women as well. My mother was very abusive toward me. Um, she just didn't much like me, I guess, and I still deal with that. Uh, just because it's I don't know. I guess I've never healed from that. It's not like my family ever talks about it. It's something that's like, just never, my mom will never apologize. But she's doing better now. I mean, my mom is a completely different human being than she used to be. She just doesn't give me closure. <laughs> she won't admit to anything that happened, but she did work her really hard. So I, I will never put down my mother. I used to hate I, I can honestly say I used to think I hated my mother when I was a young girl. Um, all the way up till very recently, I had a lot of judgment I passed on my mother. And, you know, I, I judged her. And I didn't realize that she was young. She was young and she suddenly had three kids and a husband. She wasn't prepared for any of it. Um, they were poor. My mom worked in the bars and hard. She worked in the bars and she was like, she was the waitress, the bartender, the bouncer. She did it all while my dad went to school. So that was one income. My mom had to work all the time so my dad could go to school and get a career. And she drank, she partied, she did drugs um, because it, she was young still. And I, I, as I grew up, I realized more and more how hard it must have been to be my mother, you know, and how I judged her wrongly and how it's absolutely amazing how she has grown and changed. She's a social worker now, if you can believe it. <laughs> she's, 
she went from being a from abusing me quite badly she never abused my sisters while she she grew out of her abuse as she grew into her career and grew up you know she learned better she did better she just never apologized um so there's been no closure for me on that i have to find that myself but that's probably why i have so many problems with women is um just that that unresolved trauma and issues with my mother it all as freud said it all it all comes down to your mother <laughs> no yeah that sounds extremely difficult and especially like having siblings who were treated differently i think does create a lot of additional hurt feelings um and sometimes like when people change it's a good thing right we want to like um celebrate that in some ways or be happy about it but it also can be hurtful when it's like why did you change now why couldn't you have changed before or earlier and i'm sorry that you're missing closure there a mantra that i like a message i kept feeling like i was getting from the universe last week just i just kept hearing it like from different people and just running into it was um to forgive everyone and forgive everything. And I feel like I tend to, I, I can be kind of petty and hold on to grudges sometimes, um, depending if I don't have a chance to reconcile or a chance to like, you know, I don't, it, it depends on the situation or how close I am to someone or not. Um, I tend to be pettier with people that I don't know as well. And so it's like, what, if it's like the only interaction I've had with them or something, then I might like hold on to that longer. Um, but I do think, I don't know. I think that's, and sometimes I think, you know, for part of that is forgiving ourselves for not reacting the way that we would have or wanted to, or like, you know, literally everyone, including ourselves and our past selves and the past versions of ourselves and the past versions of the people we know, and just like letting that go is, I think, a huge, I don't know, just relief, relief to yeah. like not be carrying that around. I just fine. wanted to remind so the callers that that they can call in even if you're a man we want to hear from you too no not you skelly my cat my cat is having a fight with my female cat right now she's not happy with him and he's trying to escape with his life running around like a psycho so that's kind of funny right now but um I think as women, we have to really forgive ourselves. Yes, because there is so much expected of us. I think one of my biggest problems um, in life is I feel like failure as a woman a lot of the time. I feel like I failed as a woman. My kids are not with me right now. Uh, I allowed a man to abuse me most of my life, just different men same abuse like I do feel like I have failed as a woman in so many ways but at the same time what really is failure as a woman how do you fail as a woman you either are a woman or you're not a woman how can you fail at it 
It's sad that women should feel like that at all. You're you're still fighting and and changing and growing and learning. And so you haven't failed at all. And um, I know I haven't spoken to you a lot, but I can tell that you are a very loving and compassionate and intelligent individual. And so definitely give yourself grace and compassion that you would to other people. You know, don't, um, don't beat yourself up over the things that you regret from the past that doesn't have power over you anymore. Like, um, just keep going. My cat just turned off the light. I didn't know she knew how to do that. I just turned the light on. She just went over and turned it off. That is so strange. I guess she doesn't want the light on. Smart kitty. Oh, my baby just I, stole my fizzy water. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> no, um, being... I mean, uh, I, I, here here comes another weird weird woman topic. Over. I guess it's not weird. I also it's, think that trans um, people, all the controversy, um, which we all know, surrounding right what is a woman. Other person would have under the law. What is a woman? The um, because to, they are obviously struggling because trans. And I'm not thinking against anybody. If they want to be whatever they want, they can be whatever they want. You want to identify as a cat? Go ahead. I don't care. I just want everybody to be happy. So I have no. No, like um, I'm not trans women and biased against women. anybody. So because maybe I shouldn't I even be like, bringing up this there, topic. Maybe I'm opening a can of worms here that I shouldn't like, even like be opening. Violence and, but and um, what woman, is right? uh, some opinions <laughs> oh, on the so whole trans? Uh, but, and, and, and but to say that women's only burden is sexual violence, I don't think is accurate. Like when. I think there's a, a lot of socialization from young childhood and from when we're very young. Um, that yes. includes like child care, that includes like uh, just the way we were treated in school, like the discrepancy in treatment unintentionally or intentionally by, um, by teachers and educational institutions in the workplace. And I don't think, you know, obviously trans I mean, people face... Yes a lot of those issues too after they transition but also like with reproductive health we have very different concerns and issues um so i think you know like we need to have solidarity with trans women we support each other but i think and but i think we're all that our that our struggles are also different enough that we can't be just, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. All Ha, ha, ha.
No, no problem. It happens. Maybe she just wants to, or he, I don't know, wants to talk. Maybe they have something to say. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree with you there um, on what you said. Um, there is a difference. There is a difference um, between a trans woman and a natural or uh what are we calling women that are born women now is there a word for that i'm not exactly sure i'm so afraid to offend oh my gosh the way society is nowadays drives me crazy because i can't just talk because i'm always worried about offending somebody so i never know with all these new words and abbreviations and all this politically correct stuff like I don't want I do not ever want to offend anybody so I'll say that right now never do I want to offend anybody so if you're listening right now and I say something wrong the wrong the wrong euphemism or whatever just let me know in a kind manner correct me I can't follow and keep up with it all I just am not that, I don't know, I don't get hurt or bothered that easily by things maybe, so I don't have to have all these special abbreviations and words and all that. I don't generally think people are out to get me, so I just don't have to police the way they speak um, so much and get offended at every little thing. I'm sorry if that offends people, but is there a word for n women that are born women and then there's the trans women? I don't know. I'm very confused. There's women. And I think also, sorry, with that being said, like that there is like an all for practical, in pr all practicality that you know, you can just call trans women, 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 and cis women, women, and like that there are political differences and nuances in the struggle and in the way that we relate to the world, the world. And I don't think we can just ignore those, but you know, I'm also fine calling the trans women in my life, just women, but I think, yeah. um, yeah, I just see it as calling any them kind of nuanced opinion or discussion around the the political like implications and whatever i think it's also just not helpful it's not helpful to to us as we develop solidarity and you know show up for each other yeah yeah that's at the end of the day that's what it's about showing up for each other as human beings <laughs> you know um I, if you want to be called a woman, I'll call you a woman. If you want to be identified as whatever, I'll call you that. <laughs> I just won't call you late for dinner unless you're not hungry. And then in which case I won't call you for dinner at all. But I, uh, I just want to live in a world full of love, full of love and full of us helping each other and growing as a society. We've grown so much in the techno, technological is that even a word yeah and scientifically we've grown in all of that but it seems we've been so left 
behind in the simple things like love and um, just uniting as human beings, you know? Okay, thank you, BK420. That would be wonderful. I would be very happy if you would call in on that. If you would like to talk about that, Greg Slam, please call in. Um, I It kind of bothers me when people just go off in the comments and, like, totally, like, take over the comment section and stuff. This show is called Call In. So, please, by all means, call in because I'm not always watching the comments. Um, and I would love to hear what you have to say about women protesting wherever in the world, please call in and share with everybody. I invite you. In fact, I implore you. In fact, I almost demand you do that because it seems like you're quite passionate about what you are talking about here. However, um, you're, you've been given the floor. You're more than welcome to take it, to call in. I will hear you, listen to you, everybody well. Everybody gets a chance to talk here. Go ahead. Do it. Please. You're not being ignored. Any other gentlemen like to come up and speak? I would very much like to hear what you have to say, too. Uh, call in. Talk about your mother, your sister, your daughter, your wife. Talk about what you love, what you hate. What you, any questions? Please just call on in. I want gentlemen to know that they're just as important and have just as much of a right to the floor as anybody else. I am sorry, I am getting a phone call. I must step away for a moment. No takers, huh? No one wants to call in and comment. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I could close down the, the show. It's been an hour and a half already. Um, yes, so is that all right with you, Jade? If so, I'll close down. I just put the call on hold for a second. But. Yes, that's okay with me. Sele, I think, was starting a room. She said in about... Like, it probably is about starting about now, so I would... Okay, cool. Well, I'll see you guys there as soon as the call's done. 